Egg, the father of the Ethereals, has made his nature known. His plans in full still elude the party, but regardless, even now, his own Ethereal children move against him. After the murder of Oriel during the party's tribunal, they were whisked away to safety by Sarith, Tentever, Yakuda, Sindor, Delagast, and Lomira. And now, as you all are slowly recovering from this miasma that overtook you, the gods who stand before you seem to be in less glorified forms, though still rippling personifications of power. Sarith, who's just helped Rolandir to his feet as the rest of you rise or are helped up in turn, looks between the lot of you. I imagine you have questions. Do you all have answers for what has just been revealed? I, and Rolander just shakes his head, putting his one hand kind of on his temple. I don't know what to make of this. We have been deceived. He just sighs and shuts his eyes and has a look on his face of almost shame, and then looks back at the lot of you. The purpose of this world, of our servants, the realities, the Valors, their aspects, the Godborn even, have been to preserve the plan that Egg has always put in place, that he has always had, that we, his children, of course, have always trusted. That was for the betterment of not only the mortals, but for us. It seems now that that plan is not quite as inclusive of our wants and needs and aspirations as we once believed it to be. Our father has committed a heinous crime and murdered our brother, confidant, and companion, Oriel. I'm sorry, I have never quite felt what I'm feeling now. I require a moment. And he takes a few steps back and just starts pacing into this wide, cavernous hall that you stand in, almost cathedral-like, this grand library. Does Val still have the heart of the void? You do, yes. Okay. I'm still holding on to that, but I'm going to look to Luna. Are you all right? She, of all of you, seems the most foggy. Still holding onto your hand, she kind of tries to take a seat, groping with her other hand to find a good place on the ground and then plopping down with a sigh. I'll sit next to her. I, I think so. I, I just need to catch my breath and figure out what I just heard and saw. And I'll be honest, I'm a little in and out at this point. Take your time. I'm just glad you're alive. And I you. And you have. You have it. He will nod and give her a kiss. She'll return it. Thanks! <laughs> Takes her a second, though. She pushes me away. <laughs> Thanks, babe. That would be very sad. <laughs> it may be prudent to not take too much time. Do we know how long it will be before Egg finds us here, wherever this is, before he doles out justice as he did to Oriel? Sarath turns back to the lot of you. Approaching again, the other ethereals gathered seem to defer to him. Egg will do everything he can to stop you. But now that half of his children are working against him, and one is dead by his own hand, the weave of reality is in a terribly precarious state. He'll have to exert himself greatly to maintain even a shred of control, let alone direct his forces and will against us. Speaking of which, you see Lomira kind of raise a hand and then retreat back to holding her staff. Other forces are moving against our father. It seems his brother, heir, 
has made his physical presence known and marches the armies of the interlopers north. Meanwhile, I feel Vale is also making a play for power, rallying the little support the Valors still hold to his personal cause. Realities, and she kind of just stops, twitches, almost feels the air, and then nods. Realities, yes, have declared for various sides, and their physical forms join the ranks of mortals as well. It seems war has come to Egadon, war greater than perhaps it has seen before. Sarath steps up to where Val and Luna sit, looking down at the pair of you. You have what you came for, yes? Yes. Good. That is the only thing that can stop Egg. He cannot touch it. Neither can we, however. And any effort we do to speed you on your way will not affect it. You will move of your own accord from here on out. Do you know how to use it? I do. That makes one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Then we should get you where you need to go immediately. And where is it that we need to go? Or is that of our choosing? So you don't know how to use it, then? Like I said, only one of us does, and he just kind of looks over at Val. He hasn't really had time to share that with us. Luna also looks over at Val. Val? Anything? It's not information that I know how to communicate. I, I can't tell you. What do you mean? The things that I witnessed and now understand go beyond the fabric of this reality. The one that Egg has constructed and seeks to uphold. Ah, if that's the case. And he simply just nods to his brothers and sisters, and they again form up around you in a circle, and they join hands, and then, like a pane of glass shattering, this whole world is just fragmented into pieces. And you find you can speak freely, Val. (laughs) Okay, I'll tell everybody what I know, like, about how all of it works. If you'll refresh us, Ryan, we can just pretend that Val said it. (laughs) Yeah, all all you know is that it will manifest your will, and it will either be destroyed when you use it, or will destroy you. Okay. That's that's really all you garnered from um, Genderic. Mm -hmm. To some degree, I think it will be intuitive. Then, what of this location that you speak, Sareth? And you see them straining a bit, and then, as if this action just reverses these shattered shards of glass that were twirling off into infinity, rewind and reform, and you're once again in this library. And the ethereals let out a collective breath and step away. In order to use it, to make your will manifest, you must bring it to the top of the crown of Egadon, the great mountain in the central fell. On its summit, you will find the Shrine of Egirio, and there you can activate it. That is the extent of our knowledge of this thing. To be perfectly frank, if I am the one to do this, I intend to put reality back the way that it was. Is that what you want? I don't quite know what I want any longer. For so long, I have gone without want. I have simply done as... I was designed, but now I see I have upheld a lie, and the face I glimpse in the mirror, a lie also. Do what you will of this world. None could damage it as far 
or so deeply wounded as our father has. If nothing else, I believe V, glancing among the party, are all agents of free will. Sendor actually lets out a little chuckle at this. <laughs> that you very much so are. <laughs> Though you are not as powerful, perhaps, as you need to be. Three among you yet lack the gift the others possess. But from us assembled here, turning to his sisters and brothers, there is only one more gift we can bestow. Glomira takes a little step, a tentative step, toward the group. Her eyes that are just kind of this milky blue you see from under her hood, flitting between Cad and Lyrian and Brynjir. My purpose is now clear. The fates, perhaps, must now collude to take whatever we've our father has set upon the loom and dismantle it. Burn it, perhaps. Perhaps we shall craft a new loom. Perhaps we shall burn the loom as well. Even the house within which the loom stands. Build one anew. Or alight the fields, even. Salt them. Who knows? And you see this strange smile spread across her face. For once, I am excited by the unknown. Who among you shall I embrace as my godborn? Cat pushes Brynjir and Lyrian aside. Me! <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, actually, Cad doesn't move. He hasn't said anything. He stands rather placid. Well, I don't quite think I am one to be qualified for that position. My goals for this world are to leave it. I will help in any way that I can, but I do not think that it, that it is something for me. I don't want your gifts, Cad finally says. Everyone rolls their eyes. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Lomira actually chuckles at Cad. You are you right, right to doubt us. <laughs> but, but, but still, still I will not I take no for an answer. answer. You then, you then there, 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 Demlik, you have had strange strings placed upon you in the past. past. Your, your puppet, puppet masters, masters were cruel, cruel and I and saw them. Saw them. As your life and those of others were tangled and cut and burned. I offer you a chance anew to weave fate of yourself and your friends in a better path, a more elegant way. So, you are telling me that I am not chosen of you already. That others intervened and made me something I wasn't supposed to be. No, you were not chosen already. However... Fate is a tricky thing, more malleable than perhaps we understand. And though my father seeks to align the void-touched threads and weave them into the grand tapestry of his design, he possesses neither the power nor the volition to do so, not alone, at least. Your own fates change day to day, minute to minute, Every breath you take and action upon which you set your hearts changes your futures, reweaves, unweaves. What has been set in stone, breaking cycles, wheels, turning, turning. Sister, please. Yes. <laughs> if you deign to be chosen, you are chosen, will have been chosen, and always will be chosen. Brynir, after taking a, a moment to himself, kind of looking down, he, he looks up rather confidently and says, 
Well then, let's make this world a better place. Make me your godborn. And she just smiles. And she extends her staff and just kind of taps you on the forehead. And it's all incredibly anticlimactic. <laughs> Though externally it is anything but uh, a power show. Inside, you do feel this wave of purpose and intent strengthen your form. With that concluded, Lomira takes a step back and Sarith just kind of clapping his hands in front of him. Very well. It seems you have all you need then to set on your way. A small thing, however. With the exception of Lunavra, none of you will be able to use intent unless you affix yourself to your godly patrons. Otherwise, you will still be drawing upon the essence of Egadon and, by extension, Egg, opening yourselves up to utter annihilation. The only thing is, if you decide upon this, whenever you use intent, it will sap the strength of that ethereal. Greatly. If you do not wish to take upon that burden, then for your own safety, we would cut you off from intent. I'm sorry, there are no other options. Is this tethering something you are all willing to do? The gods exchange glances and then offer solemn nods. Do you know of any resistance that we could expect on our journey towards the crown of Egadon? Or would it be a fairly, aside from it being a very, very tall mountain with snow and other inherent dangers, straightforward journey? Tantiver speaks up. As Lomira has said, the forces of mortals... Men and kin and others move across the lands, declaring for Egg's host, for Air's host, and for Vale's. And we, he motions to his brothers and sisters, will rally our own banners to this, your cause, between here, and he just indicates this grand library, and the center of the world, there will be much conflict. For even now. And he looks around again, and his eyes getting almost a little teary as he just sees this grand library that's been destroyed. I'm sorry. It will not be an easy journey. There will be much resistance to your efforts. I would ask a favor of my patron. If possible, would you be able to change me back? before I was this. I can and will return you, though not to the form you were born in, but the form you became. You have my thanks. And Vamak bows very sincerely towards Tentifer. Tentifer reaches out his arm and he says, Bind yourself to me, and I simply ask that you show restraint with intent. For at the end of all this, I too would very much like to see what comes after. And Vamak gives him a solemn nod and clasps his hand. And you feel this surge as if you'd unknowingly always kind of drawn intent from the earth up through your feet and into your body and out your fingertips. But now it seems that that line is severed and you feel it coming solely from you know your chest, your heart, and by extension, Tendiver. And each god then in turn approaches theirs. 
Sindor extends his arm to Rolandia. Will you make this last pact then? And having seen the change that came upon Vamak, upon his uh, binding to Tentiver, he raises his right hand with the stump on it and just says, <laughs> you know, if it's also possible, it would sure make things a great deal easier to have both hands again. Perhaps that could be one of the few uses of intent that you do to strengthen us. He actually looks over to Tentiver. Brother, consider his debt paid. I will allow it in lieu of everything. <laughs> Sindor looks at you. I cannot ensure that this is your original form, but you will be given one that I am capable of making. Rolander gets a wide grin on his face and he goes to extend out the right arm without the hand. As you do, you see coming from this stump as if someone is just like scaling up the opacity. <laughs> a layer of, of veins and arteries and then capillaries and then muscle and sinew and bone and then placing upon it flesh and skin and fingernails and then you clasp arms with Sindor and there's this kind of line running along where the stump used to be that is your sort of fellish complexion and then this stark white pale almost translucent skin where you can see the blood flowing just briefly uh, underneath the skin and your fingernails are honestly a little more talon-like and sharp than they were before and you have the arm of a sanguine to be frank sweet and then you too feel this binding severed from Egadon and reattached grafted to your god Yakuda strolls up to Val who is still on the ground and says as she just crouches down beside you Ah, little one, you've done well for yourself. Come, stand. Val will stand, and as he does so, he says, Not too disappointed in me, I hope. Though I did give you a charge that you have not carried out, personally, at least. Your actions, perhaps, have resulted in the death of the one I ordered. Still, I do not feel I am entitled to give you anything more than... Well, the very balance of the life that I am surrendering now. I have brought you quite a poor. Yes, but perhaps you have taught me that it is not always the best course. Val's whole face just lights up. He's beaming, and he will extend his hand to her. Do not gloat. <laughs> you will carry out my vengeance swift. Strike my father dead. And promise with whatever will you manifest that he will never return upon the face, I dare not even say its name, of this world. I will do so. And she clasps your arm, and similarly, this bond is severed and grafted. And you can use intent freely, but it will sap Yakuda's life. Delagast approaches Mick, both hands just kind of outstretched. And Mick will mosey over to him with her arms outstretched towards Delagas and will say, Oh, Delagas, <laughs> I feel as if we're only just beginning to know each other. And will clasp both hands. And he squeezes them tightly and he says, Truly, though I feel now more than ever that I have empowered a great force for good, you are virtuous, Mick, and I am proud of you. Prouder than perhaps any parent could ever be of a child. 
for I have seen great things, and I know great things will come to pass with you. And then there's this snap as you feel completely cut off from essence, and it feels suffocating for a split second, and then you feel it rewired into Delagast. At Delagast's comments of Mick being so merciful and virtuous and him being proud, Rolander just kind of side-eyes and quickly makes eye contact with Sindor, and they just kind of look away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mick, hearing this, will uh, get a little teary-eyed and will give him a, a half-smile. And then after that happens, we'll wipe away a tear, let's say, and we'll say, now... Don't get me all blubbery, not before the fight, please. <laughs> Lomira just looks at Brynir and smiles and points to her staff. Already, Already done. done. Didn't, Didn't think you much had a choice. It's a pleasure to actually be in your service. Brynir just smiles. But then Sereth will kneel down, you know, take a knee beside Luna and place a hand on her shoulder. I've seen you. Always, though there were powers that kept me at bay from ever interacting with you in a meaningful way, you should be proud of your lineage. And Luna just shakes her head and she's like, "I am, I, I, I am to to be the daughter of uh, of a of a god. It's it's no, no, no. I speak of your mother. She was the brightest, kindest soul on this planet. I." have a shameful lineage, one that you will correct. I'm proud of you, what you've become, and what you've done. Luna just looks at him, nodding. She's still a little woozy, obviously, kind of out of it. Why am I still able to use intent the way it's always been done? Why why, why must I not be re-tethered to you? And Sarath helps her to her feet. Ugh. Well, you're a little different yourself. You've got more of myself in you than your grandfather. And it's from that that you draw forth power. Not Egg's connection to essence, to the void beyond, but mine. So in a way, what they've all done to each other, we've always been. Though I am happy to report that you using intent does not strip me of my ability and vitality quite so swiftly as these your friends and Luna will just nod and step back but she doesn't let go of his hands <clears throat> a voice from behind you all <laughs> <laughs> what of me and the elf yes what of the grumpy kin both of you Sareth looks to Cad and Lyrian must be cut off from the essence of Egadon. Those who use it against Egg will fail in every endeavor. You will not be able to manifest your will. Even you, he looks to Lyrian, who are not so in tune with it as perhaps you believe. Ever since you stepped foot here, it has been seeping, working its way inside you, replacing each bit of your soul, your form, until you too would be completely tethered to it. Ah, good to know. I wasn't able to use it before, so I won't miss it in the future. But you felt it when I'm sure you've used your powers you carried over with you. A great and increasing weariness. I suppose. I kind of always thought that was me 
losing my powers more than anything. In a sense, it was. But here, now, unless you are to declare for our enemies, we must strip you of the essence of Egadon. What say you? If it'll help my friends, of course. Sareth will nod, give Luna's hands a squeeze and then let go, walk over to Lyrian and simply place a hand on your shoulder and you feel, Lyrian, all sense of magical connection to the old world, to the new, gone. You're the most normal person ever now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sareth looks to Cad. What of you? I will not declare against this group. Though their purposes and mine have been at odds, sometimes. I want what they want. I will give up intent. Very well. And then Sareth places his hand on Cad's shoulder, and you see Cad stumble a little and take a step back and just blink as Sareth steps away. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure how that one was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then a little more sincerely, he just kind of looks towards Cad. Thank you. No matter what you may have believed, Rolandia, Val, the mock, the rest of you, we were never enemies. Well, you've seen how we treat our friends, so... He simply answers with a grumble. <laughs> Can Val move to Luna and sort of, like, steady her? Yeah, yeah. Sareth, again at the head of this group, turns to his brothers and sisters. They seem to share a silent word, and then he looks toward you all. If you have any further questions, now would be the time to pose them. We must go and fight our brothers and our sisters. What is the truth of this world as you understand it? As we understand it, beneath all things is a great weave, lattice, however you wish to make it material... There is essence, and it holds everything together, and from it everything is built. Sometimes it would fray, as our father pointed out, and we would patch it. We would keep things in check. Everything had its place, everything served its purpose and its order. The reason you and your kind are so gifted in the ways of intent is a result of that weave. Nothing was chance, it seems. Everything was deliberate. Everything was design. I unfortunately can only tell you the truth as it has been taught to me. Only my father knows what came before us. For ourselves, we are immemorial, eternal. We cannot fathom that which came before, for in our minds, in our understandings, we always were and always will be. Even though that is clearly and more clear not the case, it is simply a reality we cannot comprehend. We can only comprehend that which was given to us by our father. Thank you for your honesty. I do have one last request. I am hoping that by some device that one of you, or perhaps a combination, will allow me to recover my memory from the time that I was on the island. Perhaps you don't know what I'm referring to, but... We know what you're referring to. Oh, a goody, yes. However... Similar to that which that one, she just gestures to Val, holds in his hand. It is a thing that exists beyond our comprehension. Whoever put it in place, it is their kind that you must seek, should you wish to recover what you've lost. Very well then. Worth a shot. 
will we be able to communicate with you at all? You will be, yes, Sindor says. But I would advise against it. Any direct communication with us would still pose a great threat to you. Egg knows much. Though omnipotent, he is not. More in tune than any of us is he with this weave of essence, and any plucking upon its strings and fabrics will be known to him, especially if they're connected to us. You may use your powers and magics as you see fit amongst yourselves and interacting with other mortals, but should you strike against gods, he will know. Understood. Then, if there is nothing else, we will take our leave and wish you simply all we can, the best, in your endeavor. I hope soon that this conflict will abate and you can change Egadon into something better. Perhaps we will see you again, but I very highly doubt it. And Sereth, Tentiver, Lomira, Delagast, Sindur, and Yakuda will walk away toward the terminal end of this long hall where these floor-to-ceiling windows have been shattered, and they just kind of flicker in and out of existence as they join the points of sunset that are reflected and refracted in these shattered panes. And they're gone. (sighs) Well, now what? We get moving. Yes, I suppose first things first, figure out where we are and then figure out how we're going to get to the top of this mountain. And already, Rolandir can, like, feel that this power, which has to this point been, you know, this endless source, he does feel a certain limit to it or balance that he's not used to. And he does feel a weight of responsibility now for both what happens to Sindor and himself. And he's just going to cast intent as much now. <laughs> <laughs> Instant, mutually assured destruction. Man, feel pretty bad for that guy. <laughs> um... And then, as well as looking down at both of his hands, now the new one that is purely the construct of the Sanguine people, and then his own original hand, he looks up, takes a look through the tallest parts of the ceiling, lets out a sigh, and just gestures over to the door. Well, we'd best get on with it then. He's gonna turn and start walking. Luna will actually walk the opposite direction, just kind of silently toward these huge windows at the end of this hall that are shattered. Val follows Luna. (laughs) I don't think Rolander noticed Luna's walking, so he's just walking for a bit. Cad will turn. He'll watch Luna for a second, but then he'll turn and follow Rolandier. I I think that Mick will also follow Rolandier, assuming that there's nothing else to be done but to move forward. Vamak will... After, you know, examining his own restored Mazkin body, he'll look over at Val and Luna, who are, you know, walking off together. He'll just kind of nod and then turn and walk towards Rolandir. As soon as Rolandir makes his move to leave, uh, Lyrian will follow and try to strike up a conversation with him. As for Brynjir, Brynjir will, will look at the shattered windows and... Just kind of taking everything that has happened right here, and he truly feels like he's found the right path for him, and he'll start heading out. 
As you near the terminal end of this hall where the shattered windows are, looking out upon from what you can just see right now is a smoky horizon, Luna says to Val, uh, You know, I'd always dreamed of coming here as, as a child. When I was growing up in Bastion, thought I could do something greater, something more. I always thought I was something greater. And then especially after, well, once I thought I was a godborn and then Cad found me and then we knew what I really was. I thought, of course, of course I'll come here, and I'll learn, and I'll grow, and I'll, I'll, I'll be the best I can be, and I'll help Ekadon, and I'll honor my father, and I guess my mother too, whoever she was, and, well, of course that would never have happened, the magisters would have ceased upon me in an instant, and even when we all were here, I didn't dare step foot inside, and now... As Val and Luna reach the edge of this hall, you see, in fact, that beneath you, laid out before you on these rolling hills and into the valley of the fell proper, is the city of Mainstay. This is the Arcanum, the university, in utter shambles, in pieces. And before you, looking out below, the grand capital of the fell kingdom, of perhaps even the whole human race seems to be naught but a smoking ruin, streaked with dirt and ash and blood, its different tiers of walls lined with broken siege towers, its grand stone architecture crumbling. You still see people moving, milling about. The fighting is gone. It's over. Moved somewhere else, far away, into the burning fields that now mar the horizon. But here, you can see fully the first casualty in this ethereal war. And Luna just looks at Val, and then looks out there and says, How? I don't know. The world is endlessly capable of cruelty. Promise me if you get the chance, you'll fix it. Only if you promise me that you will be there. She gives you a sad smile. I hope so. That is not a promise, Luna. I don't know what will happen. Nobody knows but you seem to think that you know. I wish I did. I really wish I did. But I'm different from you. And I don't just mean human and kin. I mean fundamentally. If even we do the slightest of perhaps what our first plans were to simply strip the gods of what made them gods, that's also what makes me, me. And does that mean that you will cease to exist? I hope not. Perhaps you can just... Word it carefully. Make sure that doesn't happen. I'll do my best. And she will turn to Val and just take your hands in hers and get on her tippy toes and kiss you. <laughs> I kiss her back. And from the entrance of the door, Rolander has finally noticed that they have dallied behind. <laughs> he yells back to them. All right, you lovers, come on. We've got gods to kill. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 